It's an idea as old as society itself, exchanging money for goods and services, like podcasts. So if you want some of that, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFcast, no dogs were harmed in the making of this podcast. One bark, we're in. Woof. All right, welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, 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 BAMFcast. Yeah. Yeah, look at us doing a podcast. I know, it's crazy. So. Uh, episode, what are we on? I don't know, 514. 514. Five, four. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right? I don't know, I'm just tired of, tired of numbers. Sure, yeah. too many numbers. Yeah. Start over. Episode zero, everybody. Okay. Seed in the feed. <laughs> <laughs> Seed in the feed? Yeah, the RSS feed. It's okay. episode zero. Oh, I see. Anyway, I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah. Uh, and what we do each and every episode of this here podcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie then we come in here and talk about it then they get ratings good bad movies enjoyable bad movies they get one five jackson's and robot jocks, robot robot jocks. Yay. Oh. however <laughs> there are bad bad movies and stay away they get a negative sliding scale one five bags and giant bags of trash a boo gross yes <laughs> so i don't know a second boo yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs> well we wanted to sincerely apologize for announcing that we were going to do an episode Last week, mm-hmm. and then bailing at the last minute, right? And we had to end up rolling over Beethoven <laughs> from last week into this week, sitting on that joke for a week. I have been <laughs> <laughs> the most obvious joke I've been sitting on. It's pretty good. Yeah, sit. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, we watch a uh, nineteen whatever nineteen ninety twos. Yes, Beethoven. Yes, nineteen ninety twos Beethoven. Sure. I don't have any facts in front of me. Fuck facts. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> nobody, we are on the internet. Nobody so. believes them anymore anyway. So, True, you know, but just, yes, this movie came out in 1992. Or so you say. <gasps> it's what they want you to believe. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a big dog movie. Because <laughs> we're in Doggist. Hashtag Doggist. Yeah, welcome to Doggist, it's everybody. It's a big old dog movie. We yep. are letting the dogs out. Woof. Correct. Woof. woof. Yeah. It's, it's a dog movie um, for Doggist. Mm-hmm. Starring Charles Grodin. Yes. The late, great Charles Grodin. Rest in peace, sir. Uh, and Chris. <laughs> sure, Chris. The I was going to list Bonnie Hunt before the no, act, no. The, the dog actor, but no, no. sure, okay. Chris. Sure, Chris the dog, <laughs> yes. Um, so we've got alums. Oh, right. Uh, the director, Brian Levant. Uh, he directed Jingle All the Way. Oh, man, that's a... That's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's real good. Also, right. the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> oh, that's a real good movie too. <laughs> gave us that. Yeah, at true. the very least. Yeah. He gave us a Baldwin going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. Sometimes you got to latch onto whatever you can. Uh, he's not an alum, but it should be noted that this movie is written by John Hughes uh, under a pseudonym, but still okay. Uh, like this was the one he was not proud of. He took his. He changed. Didn't like it. Just took well, his name off. I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm like the guy who wrote Curly Sue and like some of these other things that were like Baby's Day Out. Baby's Day Out. Like he was like, nah. 
I the big sure dog they changed his vision. Maybe because he was like, man, I wrote a fucking movie that is about a guy that wants to steal a big dog so he could put a fucking bullet in his head. Yeah. Even that is a bridge too far for me. There's our plot summary. Let's yeah. rate it. <laughs> maybe it was even darker and they toned it down. Like maybe the guy wanted to put like lots of bullets in the dog or something. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't know. Uh, he, but He was going to uh, use uh, something from Sherman, Illinois. <laughs> maybe. Drive a tank through the dog. Although this could have gone the other way because his co-writer, uh, Amy Holden Jones, co-wrote The Relic, which if you remember The Relic is a disgusting, gross horror movie in the museum with Tom Sizemore and uh-huh. Penelope Ann Miller. And it was gross. Okay. So maybe this later came, this lady came in and made it gross. Mm, okay. <laughs> She's like, "How about no? How about they sh- shoot the dog, right? Yeah. And then the child murders the man at the end." <laughs> but we mentioned Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin was in Last Resort, which Oh yeah, that was the thing we watched. It, it was. That yes. was an extra thing. It like, was early on, as I recall. Also, Oliver Platt from Ready to Rumble. <laughs> True. Yes. And this one's my favorite. Stanley Tucci from Space Chimps. <laughs> I don't remember Space Chimps. Yeah, what's animated? Space Chimps? That's that's the animated Patrick Warburton movie that we did fucking Warburton oh, noises. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Space Chimps. I shouldn't have said uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. He was in that. Uh, yeah, great. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. Uh, oh, great. Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Space Chimps. It, it starts off fairly innocently. No, it doesn't. Actually, it starts with the dog nappings. No, but it starts with a cute dog in a pet store. I, yeah. And people not adopting it. <laughs> true. True. All right. Yeah. There, there's a dog. It's Beethoven. It's a puppy. It's a St. Bernard puppy. It's in a, in a pet store. Yes. There is one late. Oh, okay. So Laura Walters is the pet store clerk. Cause, just because this movie is like one of those weird like, hey, look, it's them. Uh-huh. Um, and then I can't remember that lady's name, but the one. Olan Jones. Yeah. I'm just saying she's one of those. Oh, that person. I've seen yeah, you I've, before. I've seen you in a billion bit parts. Mm-hmm. She comes in because she needs junkyard dogs. And I have big this dog going to get. And then this is where we learn that Beethoven understands human speech. And oh, Beethoven can, knows exactly what to do in any circumstance. Sure. Yeah. Beethoven is, is wise beyond his uh, species. Uh, <laughs> so well, Beethoven's got a big old brain. Oh, because that head is so big. Mm. Got a big brain. In I don't think that's how it works. It's not big brain. Mm-mm. Chase me. Einstein actually had a pretty tiny brain, but anyway, uh, they have yeah. a brain in their tail. Okay, sure, yeah, prehensile <laughs> brain tails, like a, like a brontosaurus or a brachiosaurus. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this lady's like, how busy gonna be? I need a mean old junkyard dog, and Beethoven pees on her, and, and you know, Melora yeah, Walters laughs, and then it's just like, ha, and so it doesn't get adopted. No, Melora Walters lost a sale. Well, she doesn't uh-huh. care. Yeah, I know. Still, yeah. she has a side job that night <laughs> doing other things. She does. Yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah, uh, what else? Yeah, and then the dog napping kind of begins, right? Yeah, because yeah. They, yeah um, well, I forgot Dean his Jones. Name. Dean Jones. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Dean Jones tells Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt that they need puppies. Bring me puppies. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they have to go steal puppies. Yeah. Because they brought like regular age dogs. Yeah. And puppy or regular age dogs are no good for testing chemicals or whatever. Um, sure the evil things that he has planned right. yeah i mean that's that's kind of it is it's just like hey i i'm gonna get i'm gonna do evil and get paid for it because that's really all we kind of learn it's just yeah he's got this evil vivisection factory he's he a, will do he will do any sort yeah. of like illicit illegal uh animal testing for money mm-hmm. and he's Stacks doing this for you know whatever evil corporation yeah. or persons want it 
By uh, day, he's a vet. Yeah, that trinarian. Yeah, I mean that's that's revealed <laughs> later. I mean, at first it's just like, look at this evil, sure. you know, Nazi esque villain guy with thick glasses, and you know, what evil shit is he gonna do? Mm-hmm. And send out his bumbling goons to rob a pet store like you do. Yeah. Um, and you know they they rob a pet store. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, like, I mean, they heist a pet store. What was this ninety two? Like, you didn't know who Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt were. They were just no, two. They dudes. were two goofs. Yeah, two goofs. <laughs> I mean, they're they're patriots and friends and they've worked together a lot you know they they, those two have worked together a lot Mm -hmm. throughout their career Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's like to describe how they are in this movie all right stanley tucci's mostly looks like stanley tucci's always looked you know with more hair than you're used to a little more hair i mean i've seen i don't remember what movie there was some movie where they gave stanley tucci a full head of fake hair and it was really fucking weird the whole thing but more natural hair than you're used to um but but he's wearing literal cowboy boots because they're cow print, they're, they're cowboy cow print, boots, yeah. cowboy boots and he has like extra dirty like villain teeth you know they've they've yellowed up and nastied up his teeth mm-hmm. and then Oliver Platt just basically looks like Oliver Platt but he's kind of like the slightly kind-hearted one you know it's just yeah. like the, he's like the oh gee are we really gonna steal dogs and kill him you know like not like that yeah. but I'm mean, just he's that guy yeah they're he's, both doing cartoon accents right. and yeah. Look, I mean, no one in 1992 yeah. knew these two distinguished actors were going to be. I mean, they're very esteemed. They're actors. doing the what's the what's their faces from the 101 Dimensions, basically. Sure. I mean, they're yeah. they're kind of doing live action version of that before there was a live action version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some years later. Um, but yeah, it's or two live action versions. Jesus, three. Yeah, three were, now. Yeah, they, I was going to say because there was the live action 101, then 102, and then the new one. Yeah, Cruella. Cruella. Ah, anyway. Uh, so yeah, they they steal the dogs, but they trip, they trip the laser system. They, like they make this big deal about like, oh, gotta watch the alarms and they're like alarms in a fucking pet store. Like okay, yep. But they do have a laser beam, you know, thing that they trip. Puppies are big business. Oh, okay, yep. But but they steal the dogs. They steal the dogs. They they steal all the dogs in there that they can carry out, including Beethoven and a Jack Russell Terrier. Um, and do we look up? Is that like the is wishbone? that wishbone? I don't know. I mean, it just looked like another movie dog. Or, I mean, there were like there was a bunch of dog. many dogs look the same. No, they it don't. was not Wishbone. It wasn't. I'm declaring. I don't. It. I don't know what your Wishbone was, so I have no. Was it Milo from the Mask? Was Wishbone a fucking PBS thing? What was yes. that? Yes. Okay, it I've never a seen a thing. Wishbone in my life. But... Oh, Wishbone is a delight. Which I think Wishbone was played by like 85 different dogs. Well, was Wishbone the the uh, Fraser dog? No. Yes. Was yes. It? Okay. Well, I mean, not the same dog, <laughs> oh, but I mean... the same the same breed. <laughs> okay, yeah, a little weird. I Jack mean, this Russell. this one looked more like part Jack Russell and part uh, whatever Spuds McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie, yeah, yeah, it did have a longer snout than yeah. you usually see. But anyway, th- these two, uh, that dog escapes from the back of the van uh, out of its cage that's in the back of this van, and also frees Beethoven from his cage, and then manages to open the door, <laughs> um, and they escape. They mm-hmm. jump out of the back and they escape. And Beethoven hides in a trash can well, it's, while it's, this other dog keeps running and then looks back for a second like, nah, I got to go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're on your own. I did all I could for you. Well, I mean, the, the the things that don't make sense. Okay, so you have this puppy. I mean, there's plenty. I mean, this is all like kid. <laughs> if we're going to do that. We're gonna I, I just mean night. this is kid movie logic. But they have a they have a van full of pu- stolen puppies. Right. And they stop and make a big deal about chasing down the one that gets away. And it's just like fucking. Yeah, two got know, away. Who like, cares? Like, like, you know, leave it. You got. 87 puppies right place. <laughs> anyway but they do they ch- they chase not wishbone and uh, beethoven and beethoven hides in a garbage beethoven can. to be he doesn't yeah. have a name yet. no not yet. yeah dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah he hides in a trash can the next day the trash men come 
oh no, what will happen? Beethoven, Beethoven will run away. He runs away. <laughs> yeah. uh, explores the neighborhood. Yep. Uh, meets a cat. That doesn't go well. That's a brief interaction. He's just trotting along. There's like, lots of PPOV, as I call it, puppy POV point, yes. of, point of view. Uh, there's there's very much a low <laughs> a camera being carried at foot level. Uh-huh. Uh, for um, but yeah, vision. it just Beethoven kinda, is picking his home. Yeah, it just he's kind of going around the neighborhood and checking things out, and mm-hmm. yeah, he just kind of gets a blowjob. Uh, oh, that yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I had to think about the plot for a second and be like. He comes across a landscaping gentleman who uh, hits him with the <laughs> a leaf blower. Hits him with the leaf blower. Yeah, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, hold on, does the math check? Yes, yes, the math checks out. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed to be yeah. here for. I'll see I feel you guys like it was like a, like a blow hobby. I mean, I don't. It, you didn't stick around for like a full job. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this movie is for children. <laughs> is it? How there is mild you? nudity in this movie. Yeah, mild nudity. Yes. <laughs> oh, there's a lady in a bikini. There's a lady yeah. in a bikini. Well, and, and, they, the and the dog's they, naked the entire yeah. time. The, the dog is. They do talk about naming the dog it all Dick. Out. So they yeah, never say they, Dick. They never say Dick. Well, Y'all they, say Dick. Uh, I, I thought they were. Talking, I thought they were saying <laughs> they were naming that dog Cock. Yeah, <laughs> they were not. Yeah. Anyway, John so, Thomas. Charles Grodin has walked out of his house to collect the newspaper, which the newspaper boy has flung at him and it just falls apart. It's just <laughs> each section of the paper is gone its own direction. And this immediately sets Charles Grodin. See, kids, the newspaper is this giant yeah. piece of flimsy paper that you used to receive information on every day. Came to your house. Yeah, it's like everyone went you know, went to the internet and printed out the day's news and then mm-hmm. you got the next day. Yeah. The next day. Like it somebody up in a... printed out BuzzFeed and dropped it on your lawn. Right. So It's like an RSS feed. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Uh, so this makes Charles Grodin surly, and he will be surly for the rest of the film. I don't think it was the newspaper. No, that no, made him it surly. was this. He was fine before this. No. This set him on a course, on no. a path, because then, like Beethoven, sneaks in the house behind him, right. mm-hmm. and explores the house, and then settles upon. Yeah, he really explores his face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, jumps upon bed with youngest child of this three-child household, mm-hmm. uh, and starts. Is that and, rice and two parents. No, that's no, not rice, rice. Is the oldest. The only one whose name I remember is Rice. Rice, because it's a yeah. dumb name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the other one's the uh, the boy is Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. Okay. The, the girl and is... child. I don't know. I, th- <laughs> yeah. I feel like Rice is, is really graining three. some traction. <laughs> no. Huh. The other child was named Patty. Patty. Sure. No, I. It would be Rice. Rice Patty. Yeah, no. that was a joke. This is not. No. You're never gonna get through this. Brie. <laughs> is it Brie? Brie. Brie. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, there's a tiny child in a bed, and Beethoven jumps up on the bed and licks its face, and the child's like, oh, yay, a dog. Well, she, like everyone runs in and like, says, oh, a dog we, that none of us noticed walked through our entire house. Right. And she's like, I dreamed, I dreamed I got a dog, and then I woke up and I had one. And, and, they, and of course, it's like the, ah, uh, shit, we can't. We The kids think we got him a dog, and his well, dog they, just wandered in. They all sneak over to Charles Grodin, and they ask, like, hey, Dad, look. Can we keep this dog? It, it would be great. And well, they no, they actually they, they, like, no. no, they all run in like, thank you, Charles Grodin. We thought True. you were we were you were awful, thank but it turns out you're 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 yes. awesome. You got as a dog. And he's like, what? Yeah. We're not dog people. We're we're goldfish people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, and then he his heart warms a tiny amount, and he's able to no because like okay, he's like fine. You can keep the dog, which is what kicks off the montage where Rollover Beethoven plays, and the first thing you see is him hanging up. <laughs> lost dog posters to get Beethoven out of his house. But I mean, he did recant. I mean, immediately it was like, no, 
No, you could not. Right. You could not commandeer my car. Yeah. Uh, they had a scene where they put a bunch of names in a hat to decide the name of the dog. And this doesn't work because they all keep picking names and go, no, mm-hmm. it's not this. Uh, the, the dog has to pick their name. And then the child, the one that we don't know its name. Emily. Okay. It's Emily. Sure. I figured it out. Uh, starts playing the piano. And then Beethoven starts barking like Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> How did Beethoven bark, Chuck? I don't know. I'm not doing it. <laughs> well, you said he started barking like Beethoven. I right. assume you meant like the composer Beethoven. No, no, no. no, no and no. I was confused. Like I the, was wondering like the how... song Beethoven. <laughs> oh, the, the popular song Beethoven. The song that Beethoven wrote called Beethoven. Oh, yes. When you hear it, yes. you go, nobody's home. <laughs> <laughs> that song. Beethoven is rolling over in his grave <laughs> at this very moment. Oh, that's got to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> Both Beethovens are rolling over in their graves right now. Yeah. I mean, I cannot believe you're doing this. Beethoven wouldn't hear of it. <laughs> he wouldn't hear of anything. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I love this crowd. <laughs> So take my wife montage of the dog getting older and causing much <laughs> causing much pain to Charles Grodin mm-hmm. <laughs> by destroying his livelihood. See, and all right, here's, here's the thing about 80s and 90s movies. And I don't know when it stopped. I feel like it stopped. I feel like Jingle All the Way was kind of actually sort of like the capper. I feel like <laughs> movies like this weren't made after Jingle All the Way. OK, where you have someone who's like completely in the right. Yeah. And they're the bad guy, the put upon person in the movie. Yes. Like, it's just like, I feel like this is a plot device mostly went away where it's like Charles Grodin's totally right. He's being an asshole about it, but he's right because this dog is fucking up everything. This dog <laughs> like, is, is literally destroying their house. Yeah. I think those movies still exist because doesn't that happen in the buddies movies a bunch? They don't make those anymore. Then now it's monkey madness. Or <laughs> I, madness. I, I, I just feel like I think we you just know, stopped watching family movies like this. Because we haven't we seen got we haven't seen a family movie in a. But long I mean, time. I feel like mostly the, the the I feel like mostly the device stopped being tell a family movie through the point of view of the parents. It was like make the kids the main characters, and the parents yes. are just float in and out of the movie. It's it's no longer like oh, dad's actually right. He's just being an asshole. Yes, this is a kid's movie where the adults are the stars, and that's not what they do anymore. Yes. Because this would be Spy Kids now. This would be the kids are the the stars of the thing, and the parents just kind of like, we're here for a scene. Okay, now you kids go do whatever it is. That's what I mean. I just don't feel like, you know. No, I get that. I mean, I know why you hire Charles Grodin, because this is his entire shtick, is to be put upon and look grumpy about it, but (laughs) keep his mouth silent. You know, like, basically just suffer until he can't take it anymore and have a rant you know that's what he does yeah but he has some pretty good freak outs sure. i mean there's man but it's usually like, like by this... himself it's like he will always freak out but then like right I, everything's okay during the montage of the dog causing havoc in the house there's a scene where he's going up the stairs and there's mud everywhere and he goes in and the dog is on the bed covered just dripping wet and covered in mud and it's all slow motion of the dog like standing up and you're like that dog's gonna shake isn't he <laughs> and the dog starts to do it and man they're just flinging ectoplasm onto Charles Grodin <laughs> and he is just standing there comically with his hands up like <laughs> like one get out of the way Charles Grodin but but whatever it's just it's 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 good angry uh, in a in a family way Charles Grodin <laughs> yeah he's just getting pelted with Kentucky jelly Kentucky that's where it's made mm-hmm. yeah okay it's real slippery there <laughs> there's Kentucky jelly on toast that's why I've never stayed there very long <laughs> right over to uh, Ohio. 
yeah so um other things that happen uh the the teddy is being bullied by some kids uh the oldest girl rice is wanting to be friends with a boy named mark yeah she wants to say oh hi mark she does well, she does say, say oh hi mark and mark doesn't hear no anything about it Charles Grodin is trying to land a big account at his uh, uh, car air freshener business, which, which, by the way, best building ever. He has this <laughs> entirely ivy covered brick building with that's just like perfectly symmetrical. You know, like yep. it's a it's a Paul or Wes Anderson, not Paul Thomas Anderson. It's a Wes Anderson Correct. building with this giant nose that's over the front door. So mm-hmm. it's like you basically walk under the nose to go into the building. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's fine. It's, it's great. It's so dumb and great. It I, is. I, I don't know. I, I love shit like this. Like this, this is the kind of shit that like tickles my fancy in movies when like production designers go out of their way to just make something fucking stupid. Well, like this. we weren't at the point yet where the, the CG just no, where the point of business in a movie was to sell their idea to Amazon. Mm. <laughs> this was how do I make a viable business for my family? Right. Um, but yes, he's got like a single location and is looking to ex- expand. I he guess. needs capital. Yeah. He wants to grow. And so he is courted uh, David Duchovny and Patricia Heaton, who are just 90s yuppie assholes. Uh, who they're basically the Julia Louis Dreyfus and what's his face from, from Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. Yes. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same thing. Yeah. They are initially, you think they're, I mean, they're assholes, but they're like, okay, we're going to invest in your company. But later we can't find out that in six months, they're just going to steal the company away from him anyway. So, uh, there's that going on. Well, Beethoven's the one that uncovers that basically. Yes. Well, uh, Beethoven, I'm running down all the things sure, that sure. Beethoven will solve throughout right. the course of this film. Hmm. Um, because like, Beethoven, like, everyone goes to work in school and Beethoven escapes his pen and just travels the town. And oh, everyone has, knows Beethoven. Yeah. Like, he goes to the fire department, gets a drink. He <laughs> has snacks. Some <laughs> some girl shares an ice cream with him in the park, right. which is a this terrible child idea. is not in school. Terrible idea because <laughs> dogs are do not do well with milk and chocolate. Oh, there's a there's a whole goof in, in the goof section about don't feed your dog the things that they give Beethoven <laughs> yeah. in this movie. Your dog will die. Yeah. Um, uh, ends up at the school eventually and sees uh rice out there being sad after eating her she gives <laughs> beethoven a twinkie which don't give your fucking dogs twinkies either a uh, dog can have one twinkie she's a bad hostess <laughs> i mean a dog the size of beethoven can have a twinkie okay fine uh she explains to beethoven that she like likes that boy but that boy doesn't know her so mm-hmm. beethoven grabs a stick and takes it over to the boy and the boy's like Oh, you want us to throw the stick? Okay. And then he, Beethoven just kind of drags him back over to her. And well, the, just like, the dog was trying to make fetch happen. <sighs> uh, see, this is why we watch some of these things sometimes. <laughs> is that why we watch it? <laughs> you're, you're not going to get that joke out of, <laughs> out of uh, I don't know, Ugh. Chuck Norris movie. Um, yeah. So anyway. Beethoven has introduced a boy to girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, a smaller kid is being bullied by other kids. Uh, Beethoven catches wind of this and runs over to the boy's defense. The boy never sees Beethoven, but the other kids do. And they're like, dog. And they run away. dog. That's Beethoven. That's the song. Beethoven from his popular album, Beethoven. Oh, that's eponymous. That's from Symphony Number K9, right? Yeah. 
No, it's actually number five, but yeah. Okay, well, as long as... <laughs> I just wanted to, I wanted to get my joke, but then oh, yeah, also yeah. get accuracy sure, yes. there, too. By okay. the way, I'm not stupid, yeah, okay? Yeah. Joke, then truth. <laughs> That's the best comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's two jokes and a lie. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Beethoven has defeated the bullies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beethoven has introduced boy to girl. Mm-hmm. Beethoven also saves little girl from drowning when they go to a bad babysitter. Because yeah, for some reason, Bonnie Hunt once worked for Charles Croton's company and then was like, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And Charles Croton, for no discernible reason, is like, you need to come back to work. Yeah. And it's like... I got to lay on this account. It's like, I don't know why, how are, she's going to help when you're this far along. It, and it's or so weird because Charles Croton doesn't value her input in any way, shape, or form. Neither do David Duchovny or Patricia Heaton. Mm-hmm. So why she is at any point involved in this, I don't know, but... Oh, no, she's just immediately dismissed as like, oh, you're the boss's wife. Just, right. just go get me some lemonade. And if... Also, she, it, also, it's like it's clear that like she's smarter than Charles Grodin and is about to undermine their their nefarious deal. Yeah. Charles Grodin might be smart, but he's blinded by the eye. He's blinded by his ambition. His dream. Mm. Yeah. You're ignoring um, his family to follow your dream. You're <laughs> ignoring this follow to dream your family. You're ignoring your dog to follow your family. <laughs> Man, I just, yeah. All right. So I, I just, I just thought about this. Hold on. Like sure. we've had this theory about the wet blanket wife or whatever, you know, like you know, whatever the, the trope that we've pointed out where mm-hmm. it's like, I, this one seems actually aggressively worse. And, and now that I think about it, this was a common thing and that I, I really hated about Jingle all the way too. Is it not the first? We didn't watch Jingle all the way too. as well. No, we did. Didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that one had Dolph Lundgren, didn't it? No, it uh, had Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, that's even worse. I'm thinking of did Kindergarten. Watch that on. I'm thinking extreme? of Kindergarten yes. Cop. The okay. sequel. That was... You're right. You're thinking of Kindergarten Cop, which we also watched. Yeah, Kindergarten Cop too had Dolph. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, think about this. I mean, like they're yelling at him for working and tried to do better, and then she's like, "I don't want to work. I want to stay at home and take care of the kids." Well, I just, I mean, like. I'm saying, I'm saying like that's even kind of more fucked up. It's like you can't yell at me for working when I'm like you could also work. You're capable. You can hire a babysitter. You would make we'd make more money paying a babysitter and you working, you know. But then it's like I look. But I, she's not even going to work somewhere else where she's going to earn additional income. Right. She's going to work at the same company as a hostess. Is she gonna like draw? <laughs> yeah, she's a not gonna salary from the company. She's not gonna you earn more, No. Yeah, but like. I don't know. That looked like a, a... If Charles Grodin pays her to work there, the company is going to make less profit, and he's not going to grow the business. And he's not going to have as much people, money himself. People don't... Yeah, that's not really how business works. Like, people... It's not like the owner, like, is just like, well, I take all the money, and I divide it out amongst the people. That's not... The, the owner gets a salary, too. Like, that's how businesses are protected No, by I know, but I'm just saying, like, the, her, you know. her income has to come from something, and... Yes, but I mean, whatever. It ain't going to come from his paycheck. No, I mean, 1992 was a different time. It, it was. Matter. It was. We were still in an <laughs> era of both parents don't have to work. I'm not going to explain business economics to you, but no, just, good. No, no I, I just mean like it would make sense for her to go work as far as additional income because you could draw more out of the company. Even though it's his company, it still would be double the money he's allowed to legally take out. I thought the whole time when they were having I mean, arguments about her fair, working but... was her working some job that she gave it, up. Again, it doesn't matter. But my my point is is that whole like. I want to be. You, we want to be a single income family, and how dare you fucking be the the lone breadwinner of their, of her family? It just that was a plot in movies for a long time, and that's pretty fucked up. I mean, just, if you think about it, well, gen, it gender reversal doesn't matter. I mean, it would be just as fucked up if the wife was out earning money and the husband was like, I, I don't feel like working, honey. Uh, you shouldn't work as hard as you do. I mean, this is it's it's kind of dad works too much, yeah. but but it's not really. It's dad is too obsessed with his dumb job. 
And as a result, he's not listening to us when we're saying literally anything. Again, none of, I don't want to go over the fact that none of this makes any sense because the, the evil plot makes right, no, literally no sense. No, no. I'm just saying like the trope that we run into yeah, yeah. all the time is that dad works too much. And that's yeah. not the case here. Dad works seemingly a normal amount of time. The only problem is that dad is just always monologuing about the business to people mm-hmm. and everyone just interrupts him with dumb bullshit and then he just goes back to monologuing about the business that's his that's his thing is that he's just not listening to anybody and he's surly all the time they're not that's, listening to him either I, I i'm saying like i i think where i'm coming from it maybe is just as like an older male or something like i'm like yeah that kind of is like a tired fucking played out thing where it's like we were still living in a magical time where if you had a family uh-huh. and mm-hmm. someone in that family had a job, mm-hmm. everything was covered. Yes. Your, perhaps. Your, your house, your car, you weren't worried about bills. Nothing. It I was suppose. just you have a business, you're making money, everything's paid for. It's fine. I know. I know. That's that's 1991, 1992. We were still living in that era where no one had peeled that onion and been like, Wait, no, this is not how anyone lives any anywhere. This is not how this works. So they yeah. also don't make a compelling argument for it anywhere for her to go back to work. No, no, they no. don't. Is it really they, necessary in well, fucking Beethoven? It's just, no, but it's just it's to weird. have it's just to have Bonnie Hunt and more scenes, which mm-hmm. is fine. I love Bonnie Hunt. Yeah. And to have the babysitter scene <laughs> where right. Beethoven saves the drowning child. <laughs> yeah, but I, I guess I guess my point is is like they don't they don't never particularly go out of the way to show like she's who's the homemaker. It's like, well, we're not working. Look at all the things I am doing. Uh, they, they show her, you know, gardening for half a second and being kind of bad at that because she sprays Charles Grodin. <laughs> anyway, I just like I said, I I just feel like I, this has become like my Mackie sort of like terrible people being terrible to each other all the time. Like this fucking incessant put upon like you're completely wrong mentality in a movie when it's just like hey family I'd like to tell you a little bit about my day and it's just like hey dad I'm interrupting and it's like you're the bad guy because you're talking about boring work stuff and I want to talk about my thing and it's like no one in this family likes one another they, right, they, they I, are I just know. talking they are just yeah. they're just it's just saying their thing and then are you done talking okay now my turn to say I did a thing today and the kids are interrupting and anyway back to your thing and, and that's nice honey anyway and I guess what I'm saying is I would take the formula of always sunny of like everyone being kind of shitty to each other mm-hmm. over like everyone being shitty but the plot says one person's wrong because <laughs> that's what it, this kind of is it's like everyone's kind of being shitty in this I mean because let's think about it. the kids do exactly the opposite of what they're going to say they never show the kids doing shit in fact like there are scenes where the kids are like doing fucking cartwheels and stuff in the back while <laughs> while Charles Grodin is washing the dog you know just like literally like we're <laughs> absconding with all of our you know duties that we said we would do of taking care of the dog oh, they're laughing it up yeah, watching TV that's and what I mean vigorously scrubbing the carpet yeah. and, and I guess that's just what I'm saying is like plot wise it's like everyone's kind of a shithead in this movie it's just the, the movie says Charles Grodin's the bad guy right but Charles Grodin for the most part isn't doing is right so- in his yeah. frustration sure. in that his life is being ruined. Now, he's not taking into account anyone else's thoughts or feelings. Yes. yes. But Charles Grodin's existence <laughs> is being ruined by this dog. I feel like we're having a very philosophical debate about fucking Beethoven. There's not much else to talk I about. Know. Uh, this is the important aspect of Beethoven, mm-hmm. which is that uh, Charles Grodin's life is being ruined, mm-hmm. but he's too much of an asshole to act like a normal person about it. Mm-hmm. So... And and that's okay. That's the thing that bothers me about when there's a there's a turn in Charles Grodin in this movie. So mm-hmm. they they go to see they they go to take the dog to the vet and surprise the dog 
the vet turns out to be Dean Jones. And this uh, Dean Jones has just come from a meeting with Mr. Bulletman, who has introduced <laughs> a briefcase That's with Mr. a Bulletman. <laughs> sorry, uh, with a gun and some bullets. And he's like, I need you to find out how these work on skulls. <laughs> And he's like, "All right, we'll, we'll get a big, we'll get a big dog, and we'll figure it out." It's and a then new bullet that explodes <laughs> right. on impact. Yes, yeah. and we need to know what the damage is going to be. So then, like immediately after, he like puts on his vet coat and walks in. Is like, "Oh, look, a big dog. Hmm, evil plan." So, so he pulls Charles Croton aside after he does like his initial exam or whatever, and it's just like, "Hey, I just want you to know." I've had to put several of this breed down recently. I, I don't know what's happening, but they just suddenly turn violent. They're turning then, on their families. Yeah. He tries to keep Beethoven overnight initially. Yeah. yeah. Like, I I thought that was where he was trying to get him. Well, because like, he was going to give him a shot, and he was like, this is going to make him tired. And Charles right. Grohn's like, yay! <laughs> and the kid's like, dad, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he was like, why don't you let me keep the dog overnight? And he probably would have put that bullet in that dog's head overnight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he tries to convince him that, you know, this breed is a problem. And they go back home, and Charles Grohn's like, this breed is a problem. And they're like, shut up, Dad. We're keeping Beethoven. He's like, okay. So that's been introduced. So we've got we've got the, the bullet, <laughs> and the bullet's supposed to go in Beethoven's head. The bullet and the butterfly wings. <laughs> right. Yeah, so we, we have the plot. We have the thing that's going to happen. So later, uh, the vet just shows up at the house. He's like, hey, can I come in? And Bonnie Hunt, who was not in the earlier scene with the vet, is like, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, he he doesn't. He's like, "Hi, I'm Doctor So and So, the vet." Yeah, and then she's like, "May I come in?" Right, and yeah, it's okay. a little weird. But B- before Pro this, tip, don't let the vet in your house right. if he just randomly shows up. Right, that's weird. Okay, right before this, so uh, David Duchovny and Lady have decided they're gonna they're gonna give money to Charles Grodin, but it actually is to steal their company. So. They're like, hooray, we have a deal. Let's go out. Do you have a restaurant in this one horse town? And they're like, uh, you can come to our house for barbecue. And they're like, ew, all right. So so they come over and they're just like, this is gross. Your kids are gross. Your backyard's gross. We don't like being here. Um, and the kid, the kids are just staring at them like, do you have kids? And they're like, <laughs> no. And so the we kids have careers. Yeah. So the kids are like, well, we're leaving. So they leave. And then because they think they're alone, they discuss their evil plan, which is, ha we're going to steal his business after six months. Now, Beethoven is sitting three feet away and hears this plan. Mm-hmm. And Beethoven is going to save the day. <laughs> so she goes over to mess with the dog like, oh, dog, I love dogs and brings the dog back over to the table with his 40 yard long, 40 yard long leash. Yes. Say that five times fast. Um, Beethoven, after tolerating this woman touching it. Uh, starts to wrap the leash around their half of the table <laughs> and then goes over to David Duchovny and David Duchovny's like, ew, get away from me. And he's been squeezing the stress ball the whole movie. It's a and, racquetball. Oh, mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk yuppies in the late 80s or 90s. Oh, yeah, we're all about sure. the racquetball. Yeah, it can't be more racquetball So he tosses the ball and, of course, Beethoven being a dog is like, cool, ball, and goes after it. But the leash is wrapped around the table 900 times and this leads to shenanigans where you know the the, <laughs> the chairs well, fall place over with all the shit on the wall <laughs> right <laughs> they swing around they get dragged down the street and you know the deal's not done charles gordon's pissed off but bonnie hunt's like yeah but you know you got a family and a dog so what's the big deal and that storyline just ends like him trying to get business is done well there's this weird back and forth that we kept riffing on for like the next five minutes where she's he's like i've just 
trying to protect my dream against your, you know, do, you know, follow my dream for my family. Right. And she's like, yeah, well, you're, what are your families falling apart because of your dream? And yeah. it's just like, Ooh, yeah, word reversal. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. Your f- dream is falling apart because of your dog and your dog is falling apart because of your family and yeah, your family's gone to the dogs. Yeah. Cause of your- dream and we'll never get those chairs back that yeah. beethoven dragged away <laughs> you know expensive patio furniture right. in 1992 yeah um so okay that was wrought iron yeah, patio yeah. furniture yeah, didn't spark was... when it was being dragged down the street yeah, it should have. a better director would have added sparks mm, right yeah well, that's true it would be, he would have directed roller coaster <laughs> okay <laughs> i get it um so okay the vet is showing up at the house it's like can i come in can i see the dog and they're like okay ghost Go be alone with the dog in the backyard. It'll be fine. So Dean Jones goes over to Beethoven and Beethoven's just like, hey, and he's like, sorry, got to be done. And he cuts his sleeve and rips it and pours like fake blood all over his arm and smears it on Beethoven's face. And Beethoven's like, the fuck? And then just starts punching Beethoven. He yells at him first. He's yes. trying to get Beethoven come on, to attack Come at him. me, Beethoven. <laughs> and then he hauls off and knocks his shit out of Beethoven. Yeah. Which small child is like, hey. Hey. And starts to make the long trek out from wherever she was seeing this out of the house to put a stop to this. Uh, and then Beethoven jumps on the vet because it's like, you hit me. Yeah. Now I'm going to jump on you. Right. But he's not doing it. Like, he's, he's not, not attacking. Doing he, he literally doesn't do anything to him because no. the wound is all fake. Yeah. And there's and, never any actual wound on him. Right. And the, the vet is like grabbing <laughs> Beethoven by the face and yeah. shaking him back and forth. And Beethoven's just like... You hit me, I hit you, or even yeah, leave me alone. We're done. This is over. And as soon as he stands up, like as soon as, you know, Charles Grodin runs out and is like, ah, what's going on? Um, <laughs> you know, Charles Grodin famous for, ah. He does. He does that a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> ah, Charles I'm Grodin kidding. Kermit. I, you, yes. Can, you never know. Yeah, it's just interchangeable. Hi, yeah. <laughs> old veterinarian. Ah. What is going on here? I don't um, think you can Beethoven. commandeer my car. No. <laughs> citizen. Um, so... <laughs> Like the vet stands up and Beethoven's like, huh? Okay, I guess we're done playing. No more playing. <laughs> and it's just standing there while yeah. Charles, while the vet lies yes. and says, "Oh, you know, he he bit me. I'm mortally wounded." <laughs> and Charles Grodin ignores his daughter. His daughter says, "No, that's not what happened. That's not what happened." The veterinarian hauled off and knocked the shit out of Beethoven. Mm-hmm. And this is like Charles Grodin's made some mistakes here, but. <laughs> This is like the biggest parenting mistake is just not sure. listening to your to your kid. Right. Um, trusting some weird stranger who showed up in the middle of the day for no reason mm-hmm. and was out messing with your dog. Um, and the only witness to this scene has said, right. no, that man hit our dog. Yeah. But yeah, Charles Gordon's like, I'm sorry. And the well, vet she, is she like... She goes Carol Kane for half a second because yes. he's like... Liar! Oh. Yeah, she goes... Yeah. Liar! <laughs> and they're just like, honey, no. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Uh, and the vet's like, uh, you got to put that dog down or I'm going to have to press charges. It's the law. It's the law. It's the law. Yeah. So, yeah, they all have this sad, like, please don't take Beethoven to the vet. And he's like, I got to take Beethoven to the vet. Let's go. And puts Beethoven in the station wagon and starts to drive. He does have a moment of regret. He's like, I'm sorry, I have to do this. To yes. You, and this is. Okay, see, this is what doesn't work for me because for the there needed to be moments, tiny little moments along the way in this film where you see Charles Grodin actually likes the dog. Just little things at some point, just like away from the entire family, just be like, don't tell anybody I gave you this. 
try to be a better dog, whatever. There's none right. of that. There, this this moment is so unearned. There's one. Nope. I, I disagree completely. I think this is perfect. Okay. Yeah. This is an emotional gut punch in this movie. Yeah. Sure. There's, there's there's at least one though. Okay. Because what when when the, when the dog tries to have sex with him. <laughs> I no. He did like that. <laughs> they did no, bond for half a second. There. But there's there's one point where that might be from the same like from the same sort of scene. He thought that dog was Bonnie Hunt. <laughs> he did. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but there's one scene where he's like yelling at him, like "You get out, go to your, you know, go to your doghouse." He's taking him back outside because he was uh-huh. inside for some reason. That might be from probably from the when same he's trying to have sex with him. Yeah, and he's like. Get in there. Get and Beethoven just goes and goes into his little house and mm-hmm. sits down. He's like, "Oh, I guess you can learn." <laughs> All right, and closes okay. the closes the gate and says, "Good night." Right, and okay, and Did, it, is this where he pictures him as a puppy too, or is that no? That's, no, that's, that's when he's going to take him away. Day. Yeah, but yeah. he has that moment first. Like he has the the brief moment the night before where it's like, eh, "All right, you know, like I don't want to do this and whatever," and then you know. Goes to take him to the vet, sees him as a puppy, you know, has a flashback of him in his little pen as a puppy, Mm -hmm. gets sad for half a second, still puts him in the car, takes him to the thing. But then the moment is, you know, he's like still there and Dean Jones is like, you You want the collar and the tag. Some people do. Some people do. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know why he's super gruff in this, but um, but yeah. I like it. I like like Dean Jones' super gruff voice. Uh, uh, But yeah, he just has a moment where he, he says like, you were my dog too. And then starts to cry and walks out sure it works it works well See, it gets he, he he talked to the dog on the way to the vet and said you know my dad took our dog to the vet and okay so i get it that's yeah. why you don't want a dog because you don't want to bond with another dog i get it i just i just feel like when he gets down on eye level with beethoven it's a good scene i just don't feel like that switch was i i don't know i just think the scene works i feel like it, it the scene does work i just don't think his sudden like I'm sorry. I feel like it works because it's Charles Grodin and the way I feel like the scene in the car, whatever. I mean, it's it's fucking Beethoven. It doesn't matter. I just feel this is good content. Keep going. I I just feel like, you know, the scene in the car, like part, you know, paints part of like why he has this horrible gruff exterior. Yes. You know, like emotional doesn't doesn't want to get attached to the dog. Yeah. I mean, even had it come back and take it away. (laughs) Well, he even had this thing about earlier. He's like, it's it's going to run around, make a mess, chew on things, scratch things. You know, all true for about 10 years and it's going to cost about two years in vet bills. And then we're going to, you know, and then it's going to die and we're never going to fully get over it. We're going to get another one. Settle down and then it's going to die. It's going to finally settle down all over again. again. That's dogs. (laughs) George Carlin, you know, you get a dog. It's like buying a tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) Buying a small tragedy. really is. (laughs) But anyway, so I I don't know. I just think because it's Charles Grodin, the scene works magnificently more, more so than. Anything else? Charles Grodin sells the shit out of it yeah. for sure. It's, it's look, Charles Grodin's a good actor. <laughs> okay. Um, oh really? Well, you had to be yeah. because he was in character twenty four seven. Yes, he, uh, he never broke. Thing. But he yeah. broke in the scene yeah. just with a dog, just looking a dog in the eyes. Uh, thankfully, this was the using the real dog. We haven't really talked about the stunt dogs that appear in this film. Um, there are two kinds of stunt dogs. There are two wildly different kinds of stunt dogs. Yeah. One <laughs> is one, a... one's like a Grant Page stunt dog. He's like, fuck it, I did. <laughs> Not that kind. Yeah, like set it on fire. No. <laughs> like Super Dave stunt not, dogs. Not, uh, not those kinds of stunt uh, dogs. We're going to jumpsuit. <laughs> there is the occasional animatronic dog when yeah. they need the dog to go zoinks or, you know, some sort of... Or like, when they're abusing the animal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then there's a man in the dog suit. <laughs> there's a man in the dog suit. 
a man in a Beethoven suit. As which, we... for the most time, for the most part, is pretty good. Doesn't Except look terrible. The only time you're like, that's not a dog, is when Beethoven is rescuing the child out of the pool, and you're like, nope, yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. That's not a dog. <laughs> totally not a dog. Well, I, I I don't know if you're aware, but when humans doggy paddle. Our arms go differently than how dogs' arms go, so it's going to inherently look wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean their arms bend differently than how we do, and so when they Whatever. dog battle, like, that, it looks like man should have committed. <laughs> oh sure, just like you know, separate his uh, you know, yep. reverse his elbow or something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay, yep. the old elbow reverse. Yeah. You got to do it like this. I mean, I guess if they could have hired Andy Circus, he probably would have figured out some way to. Oh yeah, yeah, for like sure. you know, less. Paul is get, arms into some like fucking weird. Shit. You get Doug Jones in there, and put him, yeah. Yeah, put him in the dog suit, and he could bend all different ways. That man doesn't have joints. <laughs> all his bones are floppy. <laughs> Just any which way, whatever you need. He's a human jellyfish, that man. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, I think, oh, actually, I want, now that we brought up, brought up Andy Circus, I have to say, if he was doing the mocap for the dog, it would be a flea circus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just because I said that during when we were watching. Sure, the yeah, movie, bring I it up again. So. I figured. Yeah, <laughs> now's the time for sure. the joke. Uh, the secretary tells Charles Grodin uh, the dog has to stay an extra night because the man who kills the dogs is off today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, and you, would you like us to bill you for the bullet? Basically, that's not what she says, but that's no, basically what, bill you for the boarding. Yeah, I yeah. know, but I'm just they, that's they basically also don't use bullets to put. Dogs I'm down not. I'm just. I'm making Generally a joke speaking, about yeah. seven different things, but I'm just saying yeah. she's like. We can't kill your dog today. It's going to have to stay here overnight. We'll oh. send you a bill. You're like, the fuck you I, will. Yeah, I forgot about the lethal exit, the firing squad. Yeah. They used to send you a bill. Yeah. For yes. The yeah that's fine. Um, so anyway, he's like, yeah, whatever. Send me the bill. So he goes home with the leash and the collar and just like plops it on the table. And all the kids are like, fuck you, dad. No, just the youngest one walks out and goes, dog murder. <laughs> and <laughs> that's yeah. her job. Yeah, um, and then eventually at some point they're just like, hey, Dad, remember Beethoven? He was cool, right? And they're like, yeah, let's go get Beethoven. Well, he and Bonnie Hunter talking outside, yeah. and, and she's just like, I, I can't believe you didn't discuss this. Like, what if the sure. uh, littlest kid was right and Dean Jones was lying? I don't remember anybody's names. Uh, she was his like, name what? was Dean Jones. You got that right. Yeah. Well, I mean, his character's name's not Vanek. that. Oh, Valak. Yeah, exactly. Valak. I'm just saying, youngest kid was whatever. Emily. Right. Emily, okay. And, I only remember that. But yeah, he, she's up. like... You you listen to this stranger instead of your child. Yeah. Like, don't what you want to go talk to her before you? it's too late? Like, yeah. go go talk to him and find out what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. so they all just show up at his well, door. The, they they established earlier <laughs> that the kids listen to their private conversations through this, you know, not very soundproof, right? You yes. know, French door. Yes, which is open. Uh, yes, <laughs> right. Yes. Um, so Oliver Platt and Stanley Tucci have shown back up to take uh, that dog take Beethoven to the, the dog murder barn <laughs> that they have where it's just a bunch of dogs well, in cages. No, they go to the, the veterinary's office first and he confronts Dean Jones. No, no, they've like, already taken Beethoven away. They've taken Beethoven to the murder the barn. Dog murder well, they, facility. Yes, they did. They, they took That's him what there. I'm saying. Stanley Tucci and oh, okay. Platt showed oh, okay. up sorry, sorry, sorry. Th- Yeah, but the... And also Charles the Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. Beethoven has met back up with the Jack Russell Terrier mm-hmm. a few times, brought him some scraps. Uh, they have since kidnapped that dog. Wishbone is homeless, yes. by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Beethoven didn't do shit for Wishbone. <laughs> brought him like... Well, uh, Wishbone uh, didn't do shit for Beethoven. No, I know. But <laughs> that's, I can't believe we're saying yeah. these sentences. Dems the brakes. <laughs> Wishbone. Yeah, 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 I got um, So anyway, Wishbone has also been taken and is at uh, the murder palace. So they show up at the at the front door of the vet, the entire family, just all talking at once. Where's Beethoven? Give us our dog. Blah, 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 blah. And, and uh, he, Dean Jones, or like the 
what's her name? Rice, rice. rice. <laughs> yeah. Yes, rice. I was like, what grain product is she again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oatmeal. <Wheat>. Yeah. <laughs> Risotto. Barley. Uh, <laughs> my daughter. Uh, yeah. Yes. Hops. Uh, uh, yes, my daughter yeah. hops. <laughs> she, she's like, I'm going to go get our dog. And then like Dean Jones kind of grabs him. And that's when uh, Charles Grant's like, don't you touch my daughter. And grabs him by the arm. And he's like, hey, wait a minute. Well, he's, like he's raring back to hit her. Yeah. Like kind of. Yeah. And he Doug just, Jones is getting mean. But he grabs his arm and it's like the whole fake bandage isn't there anymore because he right. just... He also doesn't scream, yeah. you know, because he, he said he had to get 32 stitches or whatever. Yeah. But then Charles Grodin's pissed. And then he, yeah, he punches him and knocks him into a dog cage and they're all just like, hey, we won, but we didn't get our dog back. Bonnie Hunt's like turned on and all the kids are like, holy shit, dad's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but they're like, they just go out to they go to call the police they go out to a phone booth yes and uh, which was a big glass box where there was a landline which is a, a telephone, telephone which you connected a small to a fee. wire i don't yeah. know what these things are yeah um you're older than god you know what that is <laughs> not older than god <laughs> yes you are he's, yeah he's uh he's yes. exactly i predate day, god <laughs> he's six days younger <laughs> yes yeah. i oversaw the dinosaurs that was yeah. my department i fucked that up okay <laughs> well, the uh, meteor guy didn't get the memo. No, I told Chuck, him. Chuck was the meteor guy, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was me. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Was the other guy skinnier? They're birds now, so. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, the other guy was vegetarian. Uh, I get you. Uh, <laughs> Anywho, uh, third base. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah. So Charles Gardens hit them. They've gone out to the phone booth to call the police, and they're like, hey, Dean Jones, or the police are just like, whatever. <laughs> like, what do you want us yeah, to do? Yeah, it's don't a give fucking a dog. We don't care. Uh, and <laughs> Which is weird because, like, the, the media in this town has literally broken in <laughs> to well, regular broadcasts. After, after, like, you know, he's been caught or whatever, or something. I don't know. No, no, no. They break, when, when Beethoven is watching television mm. and turns the TV on, he's watching, there's like a news break in the middle of the movie where it's just like dog napping is happening in town anyway. Back oh. to your local regular schedule program. Crap. Right, right. Like, that's that's because he was watching the Lon Chaney Werewolf movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they broke into that. <laughs> like, yes, your dogs are being stolen. Anyway, back to the late late movie. It's Eleven p.m. Do you know where your dogs are? <laughs> uh, but yeah, fuck. Uh, anyway, so he punches in there. It's like, all right, well, we'll follow him. Maybe we can find Beethoven. So they follow him to the puppy mill. I mean, the, the puppy food mill. I guess you would say it, it is a puppy mill because they're just milling puppies. To the murder shack. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yes, they, they follow uh, him in the family truckster. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then Charles Grodin's like, if I'm not back in 15 minutes, call just the, wait longer. Call the police. <laughs> right. Uh, so sneaks in and uh, Gary, Bu- Gary Busey slash Batman's his way up to a skylight. Well, well, OK, so wait, hold on. Yes. Before this, Dean Jones has he's done two things. He's like, prepare Beethoven for my murder mm-hmm. <laughs> and also bring me a little dog for this tray of syringes with chemicals. In them. <laughs> and it's like 30 syringes yes. on a tray and they're all needle up. Yeah, that's a not proper medical procedure. <laughs> it's for also syring- foreshadowing. It is. But yeah, there are, I don't know two dozen needles on this table mm-hmm. all filled with reanimator <laughs> stuff yeah. yeah like yeah one's got the gamma goo from the hulk and the other one's yeah. got reanimator goo and, yeah. yeah yeah one's, one's got, got ectoplasm got yeah the other one's got ecto cooler yeah. yeah so shenanigans they they, they <laughs> well you know obviously because uh you know beethoven is omniscient and Omnipowerful, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, they're going to murder me and starts fighting back with Stanley Tucci and well, Oliver Platt. They are they're trying to uh, forcibly remove the the Jack Russell mm-hmm. to I would guess they're going to use that dog to test the the chemicals. Right. Mm-hmm. And Beethoven man in a Beethoven suit just starts headbutting the cage to get out. 
Um, <laughs> so Kibble. Beethoven's out and Kibble then water. It's, it's Beethoven shenanigans chasing them around like right. they they are just man Stanley Tucci just starts screaming like like an idiot like oh, Stanley Tucci yeah I mean <laughs> high pitch just uh, what the fuck is that big trouble big trouble the one yeah. that he's in like he does that scream a lot I yeah. think yeah and right. I think so what uh, Dean Jones is finally about to shoot Beethoven. Mm-hmm. I they like get control of him, and he they're holding on to him. And this Dean is Jones what... is like, "Fuck it, Batman time!" Oh yeah, he's full Batman villain, like gun in frame, camera tight on both the gun and Dean Jones as he's gonna shoot Beethoven between the eyes. And that's when Charles Batman Groden comes through the skylight yeah. and just lands on them all. Should have um, died. Charles Grodin is 50, oh, yeah, his, 56 years old in this movie. <laughs> his knees were immediately pulverized. Um, and so what's about to happen next? So they're like fighting and well, because Bonnie Jones. Ha- it, it, Charles Grodin basically manages to take out Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt. Yeah, he right. fell on them primarily. But yeah. Dean Jones is like, uh, you mess with the wrong man. Yeah. And then Wishbone, who has gotten free, comes <laughs> up and just starts... Just bites him in the dick. Breaking his balls. Yeah. Um, he wished, for, oh, yeah. a, he he's, wished he's, for a bone and he got it. He's yeah. giving him the business. Yeah. <laughs> he's breaking his balls. He's, got, yards. he's yeah. got his wish Joan. <laughs> yeah. um, Stop it. What? Oh. Too many episode titles. All right. Uh, so Bonnie Hunt is like, didn't listen to anything Charles Gordon said and was just like, okay, I'm going to go get your dad. Uh, she wasn't going in. She was calling the police. They, oh, she'd waited the 15 right. minutes okay. and she was just like, lock the doors. I'm okay. going to this other if phone I'm booth. not back in 15 minutes. And, you, and then you, the kids called And then the kids were like, Beethoven is in trouble. We got to help. They hear the gunshot. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. when Charles Gordon comes through the, the skylight, the gun goes off. Mm-hmm. Um, so the kids are like, cheese it. <laughs> We're going to rescue <laughs> Beethoven. And they're all like, you don't have a driver's license, child. And child's like, whatever. I'm a child. So uh, he drives the family truckster through, through the building. A few doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then rams it into the cart that was holding <laughs> all of the chemicals. Right. Which propels it into Dean Jones's <laughs> midsection. All 30 of them yeah. directly Holy into Dean Jones. shit. <laughs> this movie is... Man, just... You see these things happen, and you're just like, what the... It's a cartoon. The whole movie is kind of a cartoon. It is, but when you see it live action, it just takes on a whole nother... This child drove a car into a building, hit a cart filled with syringes that all landed inside this dude... <laughs> <laughs> to which he just slumps back, gets a weird smile on his face, and then you're like, did he die? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Herbie was definitely fully loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what? It's fine. I'm just, okay. I'm just angry at myself for, right. for not being first with these. I don't think he was actually in that one, but was he? No. He, just... he, was, he was in other Love Bug films, <laughs> yes, but that's fine. It's a good joke. It works. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So Charles Grodin b- beats the other two guys up. He does right? punch Oliver Platt yeah. right in the face again. Um, <laughs> so he's punched two people. And then they start like letting all the dogs free. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I they, mean, s- they set all the dogs free. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the the kids and and Bonnie Hunt or well, no, they, not Bonnie they, Hunt, yeah, just the, the kids. The, the kids, the kids, kids. Are, the kids see uh, Oliver Platt and Stanley Tucci run off and are like, get them. Yeah. Right. And that's when it sets off the, the dog chase, you know, like... For yeah. the farmer's market. Yeah. 
<laughs> through like the loading dock sure. or something, uh-huh. you know. Well, they have like displays and stuff. I mean, it's not, it's more than a loading. It's like this is where the restaurants come to get their heads of right. lettuce. Yeah, yeah. Also, where the golden retriever comes to get his head of lettuce. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because one dog is like, cool, a snack. Mm, cabbage. <laughs> and just takes Dogs this. love cabbage. They do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Must love cabbage. Um, <laughs> they corner Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt, sort of. Well, they jump over a fence. They jump over a fence, and then they're like, Ha-ha. Celebrating, haha, waggling their butts at the dogs. As you do. And gloating. Like <laughs> just gloating at a bunch of dogs. Uh and Unbeknownst meanwhile to them. <laughs> for It's a it's a little bit of the book ending, because I mean I assume they jumped into what's her face's junkyard. From the beginning I of the movie. That sure. yeah. I mean, that's, I mean too, it yeah. just kind of feels like that's the way you book into plot. I mean, if this town has two junkyards, that would shock me, so Yeah. This is probably yeah. that lady. I just, yeah, I just say they jump over and then it's like four it's Dobermans it, yeah. come out and it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Remember Dobermans? Yeah. Remember when everybody was scared shitless of Dobermans? Well, the, the funny, 80s were like The Doberman. funny thing is, though, she asked for a pit bull, though, which was, yeah. that was yeah. early on. That the was pit early. Bull. That I, was, yeah. In I was 92, shocked. I would have not known what a pit bull yeah, was. Yeah, nobody like, knew what, what a pit is bull that? Was. Yeah. But anyway, she got four Dobermans, and, uh, yeah, I feel like Dobermans and German Shepherds were the murder dogs for... They were, the and then and, they... And St. Bernard's, because Cujo was scary as yeah. shit. Yeah, I did say... I but, never, like, movie, I know Cujo, but that's me, like, that's like turning... I, I don't know. I, I never thought it. I've never People were afraid of them. I've never been afraid of St. Bernard because like I think of the, you know, barrel of brandy rescue right. dog. Well, you're you a know. smart man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like they're big, goofy, like hard yeah. dogs. They are. They're they're real dumb. Yeah. Sweet animals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, four Dobermans proceed to four practically Dobermans murder, <laughs> practically murder Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's quite, before yeah, so this there's, last... a, there's a little coda at the end where sure, it's like, but uh, like before that happens, you're like, did the three main villains die? <laughs> yeah. Cause Dean Jones does kind of slump over and give like a op- open eyed, like, uh, you know, not like I'm on the drugs and I'm enjoying myself, mm-hmm. but more like. All right, I'm dying. I'm dead. <laughs> Happy, but dead. Yeah, but anyway, there there is a coda where they're all watching the the local news, and they've indicted these people on a hundred accounts of animal cruelty. <laughs> and they they interview Charles Grodin, who's, and they're like, "So, do you do you like dogs now?" And he's like, "Well, <laughs> do you like dogs?" Uh, hmm. Sure, I guess. And then they interview Beethoven. <laughs> oh yeah, she gets down to get a, a soundbite yes. from a, <laughs> from Beethoven, and he's just woof. Beethoven says woof. Yeah. Yes, you know as you'd expect. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, except that they've adopted all the they dogs. adopted all the dogs because they basically have a Walton's yeah, style good night, like good night Beethoven, good night like yeah, good night all good the night other dogs, other dogs that yeah. we had to adopt for some dumb reason. Yep, they now have a house full of dogs. Yep. What about all the owners of those dogs? Like, there were owners. Those dogs were stolen from people. Well, most well, of them were stolen from the pound or from the pet store. Technically, those would be the property. Oh, of the maybe pet those store. were the puppies. But yeah. this also, like, a year goes by of Beethoven growth. So, yeah, that's right. Where are these dogs from? They're all, they're all strays. You look at them; they're dirty. <laughs> You're dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, Beethoven. Yeah, so you can wash those dogs. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you're just gonna be shitty tomorrow. I don't... <laughs> Jeez. No, I'm sorry. I didn't like your anti-dog rhetoric. <laughs> I got a little. I jumped on it a little you too did, hard. I'm yeah. sorry. God damn. <laughs> Those were all 13 out of 10 good boys. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heckin' good doggo. Yeah. 
I just look, man. Maybe my I, I swung back around a little too hard. People accused me of not liking dogs, and I was like, "You can go, you, you go fuck you, yourself. You go suck a fuck." <laughs> I love dogs. Dogs are the best. You shut your face. I've just happened to unfortunately be allergic to too many of them. So by uh, and large, I, I got you. you know have to be careful with dogs. Right. Get yourself a poodle. Yeah, poodles are fine. I I don't. They're not my favorite breed, though. I know they're safe. But yeah, I don't, I don't like poodles much. Yeah, either. they're they're crazy. They smell like they almost always smell because they just look weird. Well, they got they got the matted fur thing. Yeah, they all smell bad. Poodles. Yeah. No dander though. Yeah, they're smart. hypoallergenic. They're good dogs. <laughs> anyway, Beethoven ends with the second playing of Rollover Beethoven mm-hmm. uh, by Paul Schaefer and the, and the world's, world's and the most CBS dangerous band. Oh. Nope. Before that, yeah, the world's <laughs> most dangerous band. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Beethoven is over and that's when we get uh, interesting quirks in the credits like Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in this movie uh, as child one and, and Jake Sisko yeah Jake Sisko Sarah Lofton from was... uh, Deep Space Nine yeah. was in this as another child Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> or sc- sc- Skateboarder One is who I think he was yeah um, what was his name Sarah Lofton yeah I think that's his name yeah. Sirac. 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 So Beethoven's over and this is where we rate it we do uh huh go uh i don't know i mean for the most part this movie was dumb 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 but i really like the end like i feel like it brings it together by the end i don't know i just like for the most part i was not with this movie and then like all of a sudden it 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 gets me by the end like it's it pulls the like it 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 hits it pulls the emotional stops out and it hits it just hits a weird out of left field emotional beat because like for the most part it's like I don't like I said I don't like this genre. I don't like the like we're all being shitty but you're you're the bad guy. It's like yeah. Okay, that's irrational. <laughs> I feel like a lot of that is kind of played for comedy. Mm-hmm. Like um, I said and it's it, just... and that and it works. Um like there, the beginning of this movie is just they're comedy stylings that go through time. Think about yeah. I mean there are things that we joke about that were killed at another point in time like mm-hmm. that cadence we always do that's a joke now but it's like that was how comedy actually was like say boy do you want to do this <laughs> and it was like if you did that people are just like wow nobody talks like that that's funny you know and it's like that was a thing and it's like this is just throughout time comedy stylings yeah. change and like what? this <laughs> you want how many tuppence for accounts oh. <laughs> i just i mean like this thing of like we're all going to be shitty non-humans like yeah. not acting like any normal rational complete person would be except where the plot says this guy's the fucked up one yeah you know that that to me was just like i'm, I'm done with that mm-hmm. yeah anyway yeah. but I, I will give it a single jacks because i think by the end i don't think it's there are worse things i'd rather watch this as, than like a buddy's movie because there is still something that's like kind of genuine and pure and live action cartoony about this because like to to be fair they don't really add a lot of like boinks or zings or like sound effect things really no the most egregious it gets is the animatronic dog yeah. faces where it's just like we need the dog to make a face that a dog can't do right and i mean it's just <laughs> like you know you think about like the buddies movies it's just like it's all fart noises and can door you know boinks like, and zings yeah i'm yeah. just saying it's like they go to the sound effects You're archive remembering the bad no. buddies movies <clears throat> you, you should watch space buddies whatever <laughs> anyway i'm just saying there's there's sort of a charm to be had about this era of zany when it was like still kind of acceptable that sure. 
Looney Tunes, like, when you break it down, you're like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is about a hunter chasing a rabbit? You know, like, you know, this is about, you know, this mm-hmm. this thing wants to eat this other thing? You know, like, I mean, it's actually really horrific if you break it down and, you know, all the ways they try to murder each other. And, yep. you know, but like I said, when you, you know, you, you say to somebody, this is a movie about Dean Jones, Disney's Dean Jones wants to put a, a, a explosive bullet between the brain pan in the brain pan of a great or saint bernard yeah that's pretty fucked up on paper it's a fucked up plot <laughs> yeah, it yeah. really is yeah and you know other, why, other shenanigans re- happen that's the thing i really want to know was john hughes mad that it went that far or mm-hmm. was he mad that it didn't go further <laughs> right like yeah. i want to know what the reason was he took his name off of it was it too far or you watered could, this down <laughs> how could that be too far for the guy that as we said gave necrosis of the skull to joe pesci in home alone <laughs> like, like i don't know well i mean yeah. joe pesci didn't really suffer well you know what i'm saying like i mean right. you, when, when you break down the doctor examines everything that happens in the home alone movies it's like this right. is fucking horrific <laughs> Okay, but that was also like a cartoon. So, given how John Hughes kind of wrote Home Alone for the rest of his career, Mm -hmm. uh, I have to wonder if this was a the dog is left home alone. The two goofs are trying to break in and steal the dog, Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt, Mm -hmm. and the dog has to save the day. I wonder if that was the original script. It probably was. That's oh yeah, Uh, 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 yeah. And then someone came along and said, no, how about we get the Disney guy (laughs) who wants to pull a bullet in that dog's head? (laughs) He just thinks that that dachshund's so ugly, he wants to fucking murder it. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep making all the Dean Jones Disney movie references. That's fine, yeah. Yeah. So one jocks? Uh, Yeah, one jocks. Like I said, that was a left field out of like, you know, seriously out of left field because I was like feeling almost nothing throughout most of that movie and then that line happened it was just like jesus fucking christ like like, what the shit yeah that's a hard it's a hard-hitting scene man but anytime look i mean anyone's ever had a pet you look an animal in the eyes and you basically have to say i'm sorry that's the worst and that is the hardest thing to watch yeah so so I'm sorry, my brain glitched when you said your rating. Could you repeat it? I didn't say my rating. You didn't say, okay, good. He said said one. one. I know he said one. Do you want me to rate it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I like Beethoven. I think, I think it's not egregiously terrible. I, but I think it's helped along the way by having this cast. I think this cast is amazing for this kind of movie. And that helps it a lot because I can tolerate Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt playing these characters because it's Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt. Yes. Like if it was two goofs that you'd never seen before and were like, you know, some local comedians from the Chuckle Hut or something. And you're just like <laughs> these are some morning zoo fuckheads, you know, like or no. Think about it. Mad TV castmates. Something like that. Uh, yeah. You know, just that just that kind of like your level of zany really irritates the shit out of me. I don't mean that about all Mad TV. There are some good people on there. Right. So but there is there is a level of like theatrical comedy yeah, yeah. that Mad TV does where it's just like, ew. Yeah. Um, but well, like, no. like, like that pretty guy that always looked like he was wearing eyeshadow. Like that guy was like, you know, like, sure. Uh, terminally unfunny. <laughs> just like, I don't know. It was just awful. Yeah. Um, so I, I really like the cast. I don't I don't think the comedy is groan worthy groan worthy uh <laughs> yeah okay uh i love charles groden i just love charles groden so he's doing the thing i want him to do the dog is cute the cast is great i'm giving it two jocks i think it's 
it's not the best dog movie. Hell, I think some of the buddies movies are better than this. But for a time that, where this movie is, doesn't exist anymore, like no one makes this kind of movie anymore with this cast and that dog. It's pretty good. I should also point out, like Stanley Tucci is probably in my top five favorite actors. Like I, I adore that guy. Oh, I wondered where the rest of that sentence was going. Like if it was in your. Oh, that one fucked it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like... I mean, I probably wouldn't say no, but I mean, like, I'm just being honest. Have <laughs> you seen that video of him making a Negroni? It's pretty sexy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, no, I just like he's probably in my top five favorite actors. Like he's just really solid. Well, now we've seen two of his films. I've <laughs> Beethoven seen, and Space. Chips. I've seen a few others. <laughs> Just okay, one we, 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 I'm we, just saying, the, you know, as part of the as part of the sure, historical sure, record, sure. right? <laughs> I mean, I'm the guy that dropped the, the fucking imposters out of nowhere. You like, did. You did. I was yeah, like, wait yeah. a second, Big Night and Big Night and they, they the work. They work together a lot, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because they became friends on the Beethoven set, <laughs> probably. <Right>. Yes. <laughs> this is where it all began. Yeah, huh. you had to have a dog day afternoon before you can have a big night. <laughs> Hard to rate this one. Okay. Um... <laughs> It's weird. This it's not like it's definitely not a bad movie. Uh, Groden is selling the shit out of his character. Chris the dog is great. <laughs> um, we we love Chris the dog here. I hate the children. Yeah, mm-hmm. these these are some. I mean, the the youngest one is cute, but she's not a good actress at all. But like the other yeah, two are bad. They're just they're just shouty. Like yeah. that's their their job is to be shouty children, which yeah. is what we did in the nineties. I mean, like I said, the youngest one just looks like she was cast off a headshot, and then they like got her in, and it was like, oh, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about all the like all the auxiliary kids in Home Alone. Like those are just shouty monsters <laughs> the for the most part. <laughs> yeah, because there were like I know there were what eleven of them. Yeah, the, like, um, like the kid I hated. I've hated that kid that ate all the cheese pizza the most <laughs> out of like my entire life. Yeah, that. The one that the one that like pisses the bed too or whatever like I fucking hate that kid. <laughs> and from Home Alone. Yeah, I know. I'm, I I don't know it, Milton. His, his name's on I feel, the tip I feel of like my it's brain. like I feel like anytime you want a nerdy kid, it's Milton. Sure. But, you know. Yeah. Spencer, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, the kids are shouty nonsense people. Um, Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt are great. Dean Jones is great. Bonnie Hunt's fine. It almost feels really weird that we're watching it. I don't know that this is a Bamf cast movie, except for the fact that it's like zany hijinks. And it's August. We're running out of dog movies. Yeah. No, um, There's lots of bad dog movies. Bad dog. So yeah, it's weird. I, I kind of feel like it doesn't belong here. <laughs> and that's why it's like, get out of here, boy. Get, get. Yes. Throw rocks at Beethoven. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, get out of here. <laughs> so I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it two jocks because it's pretty good, but it's not our thing. Thing? I I'm, I was rating it simply on how strongly I I've basically just taken it to like how strongly would I recommend or disrecommend <laughs> like I don't know what's just the right word unrecommend uh, just not caution rec- not recommend caution you against yeah sure I'll just change words Warren. I don't think there's a you know Greek version of flipping the meaning of that around disrecommend <laughs> this yeah say i you know that's that's how yeah. i look at the is the 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 bags and jocks thing now is is like five is like fuck yes you stop what you're doing because this movie's it's, about to ruin about to run yeah, yeah. i mean it, yeah it's weird to say like beethoven is a strong recommend but it's but that's also because it's beethoven is not our audience mm. and it's not our you know it's not our wheelhouse so here's, hard to hard to give it a hard to give it a number but i guess i got to give it a two i mean here's the thing Yes, this movie made $150 million. Yeah. People hated it. 
people were like, fuck that thing. Why did people hate it? Because it's just nonsense. It's just... It made $150 million, so not everybody hated it. I know, but it's it's just... It's one of those things that came out that made a ton of money that... I mean, the guy made a million dollars. It's... In that regard, it's not it's not a highly regarded movie in terms of like okay. that's a good dog movie. It is it is and they made that's eight. big studio trash. And they made eight more? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just wait till we get to the Judge Reinhold era. <laughs> I like Judge Reinhold. <laughs> Where he takes over for Charles Grodin. Good old Oh, see that that completely changes the dynamic. He might be Judge like, Reinhold he, can't be like a mad dude. He he might be like Charles Grodin's brother that they dumped the dog <laughs> they're just Possibly. like here to take care of this goddamn dog when <laughs> he's eating See, our he's entire a, house he's maybe he's been man. given power of attorney over the dog since he's a judge he's a judge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be wacky uh-huh. is no, he there's yeah there's no way around that like he can't he can't carry the now, Charles Grodin if torch. he brings along his partner from Beverly Hills Cop that guy could do it his IMDb, IMDb picture has him in a cowboy hat <laughs> of course it does why not he's Judge Reinhold he can do what he wants um, what the fuck? <laughs> no one would ever look at Judge Reinhold and think, oh, yeah, I remember you from that cowboy movie. <laughs> All right. I got to look this up now. <laughs> Does it say what movie it's from? No. Oh. It's it's his official IMDb photo. Okay. It might not be from a movie. It's oh. just. I it's think just, it's just like, hey, cast me just... in your cowboy movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, they just like. He's that's like, just him. He's that's like a Reinhold cowboy. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> Judge Reinhold uh, has been in over 20, 75 motion pictures. Man, ooh, I really read that wrong. 75 picture television roles. 66, 66, 66 Six movies. Uh, yeah. We should probably wrap this episode up. What? Uh, we're still rambling about Judge Reinhold and Whatever, stuff. people don't care. <laughs> we people can listen for, for... They're just driving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> driving a train. Driving a truck. High on cocaine. Yeah. Pedal to the metal, just trying to make a buck. Um, yeah. Uh, so go to the website, which is bmfcast.com, and check out all the things there. That will take you to all of the socials and, and all that crap. And uh, then go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and throw some money at us for all of the extra content that pre- we provide you there. Or throw some money at us just because uh, we appreciate the support and help keeping the lights on in the studio and all that and keeping all these fancy microphones going you know they they cost a lot of money to maintain so patreon.com slash bmf guest mm-hmm. you will want to uh be on the patreon in about two weeks time for a really dumb thing that's going to happen <laughs> oh no there's more dumb things going on a really really dumb well, thing is going to happen uh that i have suckered harlow into doing <laughs> oh my god Oh, God, what do I don't know about? Oh, shit. No, I do know about yeah, it. Yeah, you do. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. So in about two weeks, there's going to be a thing where you're like, oh, those guys can't do that. Yeah, we're doing that. So uh, Yeah, I forgot about our challenge. Yeah. So in a week's Are time... Are you going to watch the other seven Beethoven movies? N- well, that's that was an option, but we've got a better one that will be less painful, I think. When will you be announcing this? Uh, you want to tune in to the next episode of Bamcast Extra. We'll tell you in about five minutes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, it's a real dumb thing. It's going to be super dumb. You should probably, people should probably, you should probably announce that like on, on a podcast or something. Like, we will the next. Not, Bam- not the extra, but like announce it to. Well, okay. I, I feel like we should go ahead. Yeah, let's just fucking announce it. You want to say it? Okay. Yeah, why not? Because I mean, you tell know, it to time. The, tell I mean, it to the folks. Okay. So uh, we were going to be out of town. Uh, those plans ended. 
uh, for reasons. So I came up with an idea. I said, you know how we usually do one podcast on the weekend? What if we did six? Uh, so we are going to watch Blood Fist two through four, and then six through eight. Blood Fist. Blood Why Fist. are you skipping five? Five co-stars Steve James in his final film appearance, and we don't feel like that should be an extra. Appreciate uh, the that. The thing about the Blood Fist movies is that They're he completely un- he un- never plays the same character twice. Yeah. <laughs> they are all sequels in name only. So it doesn't matter. So Blood Fist two, Don three, Dragon four, Wilson. Is that what these are? Six, yes. seven, eight. Yes. Wow. We've done the first one on extra already. We, no, we no, did the first one. It was, okay, uh, was one of these. Okay. And I was just like, man, there's just like, we're never going to get to the end of that series. We can't do them all. Why don't we just do them all at once? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so expect that fun bit of where we try to keep straight. Like I could barely keep straight what happened in one movie and then I'm going to watch three in a row. And... No, no, no. We're going to, we're going to oh. movie podcast, movie, movie. podcast. Gotcha. So okay. we will not get lost. I'm sure we will have it all straight. We'll we... probably have to get a couple extra cards just to. Make sure we don't fuck this up. Okay. <laughs> they don't have to be very we'll large. We'll organizational system. Well, I, yeah, I just mean like trying to shuffle SD cards and not fuck it up will be... You're bad. right. You're right. We'll do it. We'll ju- I, can, I, can, I can just offload it to the computer and make folders. Okay. Each time. But yeah, We'll figure it out. That's a real dumb thing. BJ, you're welcome to come by that weekend and watch some Blood Fists with us. Uh, oh, ma- God. I'm probably busy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> well... If your plans fall apart and you have time for a blood fist, not maybe not all blood fists, but one. <laughs> I just have time for one blood just, fist. Hey, guys, I got one blood fist in me. <laughs> well, that's actually why I'm not available is because I have a blood fist in me. So I'm having it removed for that weekend. <laughs> not this weekend, but next weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got time. <laughs> I have all the time in the world. Oh, God. So anyway, that's the dumb thing. Okay. Uh, tune uh, in. That's yep. ambitious. We're bringing the Kentucky Jellies. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all are going to do it on like a Saturday, man. Sunday sort of thing? Uh, we're, we're debating about making, spreading it over three days. We we I want to do it over two. He wants to do it over two. He suggested three. Well, I said you're already going to be out Friday, and we would have been gone Friday. Right. Anyway, I said, yeah, let's I, start, like, like let's try Friday, and if we feel like doing three, we can do three, I don't have three a and two, but if we want to bail, we can do two and three. I don't have a problem with that. I just, yeah, my initial, two. My initial thought was, let's do them all on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're crazy. But uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. Well, maybe I'll drop in. Maybe I won't. Okay. I have my own things going on. Mm, of course you do. Which I will be announcing soon. Oh. It's a further teaser. Man. So many teasers. I think there was a teaser two weeks ago. No. Yep. Okay. That was a that was a live stream only teaser, but this is an official teaser. I see. Mm. Okay. Things are it, things are happening. Things are ha- things have already happened. Oh. oh. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Hashtag blood fist. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. All right. Let's get out of here. Yes. Shall we? Yes, we shall. I am Harlow. I am BJ. I am Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out. Goodbye, motherfucker. (laughs) 